Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone's having an absolutely blessed, safe, and prosperous day, as always. And if you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us at healthmasters.com. We help you out with the highest quality supplements pretty much in the world. I encourage everyone, if you're interested in vitamins or nutrients and different types of supplements, do comparison. Look at different ingredients. Do real research. I've had people many times over the years contact me interested in different types of vitamins, and they've told me, well, I've tried these vitamins here, and I've tried these vitamins here, and they do nothing. Feel nothing. Do nothing. And I said, well, that's because you're taking garbage vitamins. <laughs> if you get them from Walmart and they're you know, tabletized, coated in shellac, probably not going to do a whole lot. And you got to look at the dosage. You got to look at the ingredients. This is one of the main reasons why, if you notice, we're very transparent about all of our raw ingredients in our supplements, breaking down all the supplements and all the nutrients to the raw ingredient on the back of the bottle, on the, you know, the basically supplement facts. So again, compare them, look at stuff, look at the ingredient list. It's why the ultimate multiple powder and other nutrients are so popular and they work so well because they're so strong and they actually feed your body and feed your cells. So again, we appreciate the support of healthmasters.com. If you need anything, feel free to give us a call at 1-800-726-1834. We're always here to help you guys out. And by the way, the product of the week, 5-HTP, incredibly good for a mood booster, stacks very well with the B-complex and also the omega-3, and is a great standalone if you just want to run it every single day. On sale right now, the 5-HTP for product of the week at healthmasters.com. So check it out right now. One of the first things that I've been going through and looking at, and this is interesting, I've talked to more and more people about this because we're watching these different types of items be pretty much mandatory to the point where you can't get them anymore. I told you guys last week that the EPA is coming in now and trying to regulate ceiling fans and how much power they can suck up and essentially trying to make these smart fans. Everything that you're in your entire house now is essentially can be a smart item if you decide to buy it all the way from thermostats to stoves to kitchens, you know, as far as the refrigerators, everything. And this isn't by accident, my friends. These things are becoming more and more common. I talked to a buddy last night who works with generators, and he told me that a lot of the new generators, pretty much all of them, now have this Wi-Fi app. And they have the ability to go in and monitor the generator via Wi-Fi. And they can go in and look at it if there's a trouble code or if there's an issue with it, and you can monitor it from wherever you're at. And I said, well, that sounds fantastic if you're trying to you know, troubleshoot something and you want to see what's going on with it, and you can send it to the dealer and they can look at it. I said, but what happens if it goes reverse? So what happens if somebody hacks your Wi-Fi? What happens if somebody hacks these items? What happens if somebody goes in and disables your generator and you have no ability to actually do anything with it? He goes, well, that's an actually very serious problem that can happen. And I said, yeah, I know it is. I said, this is the issue where we're going with this entire Internet of Things. And what's interesting about this, this is an article that came out, and it said, your home Wi-Fi can now reveal your location to hackers. MLB uses face scans to entry to ballparks. And what's going on now is reported in PC Magazine. It said new malware component can use Wi-Fi triangulation to determine PC's location. They said smoke loader malware has been around for years, but security researchers recently spotted a new payload that can determine an infected PC's real-world location. The strain of malware has been around for over a decade. However, this has the ability to triangulate an infected PC's approximate location and any other item that's connected to the Internet. And what they're saying here now is – 
if you have Wi-Fi in your house and you've got Wi-Fi items, essentially it can all be hacked now. Even if it's not plugged in physically into an actual internet or ethernet cable, if it's got internet access to it, it can be hacked and it can be monitored, it can be controlled, and it can be shut off, just like we saw over in Colorado. I told you guys about the um, thermostat. The, the electric company decided they were going to provide everybody with it and give them a $150 discount, you know, that $150 rebate. Cool. Got me a new thermostat until they went down to put it below 78. And all of a sudden they contacted the electric company. The electric company said, well, by the way, you didn't read the terms and conditions. Uh, any point in time, if we have a shortage on power or we're getting overloaded, uh, we have the ability to downregulate your thermostat so we can reduce strain on the electric grid. Just thought we'd let you know that in the terms and conditions because you didn't bother to read the 50 pages of fine print that we made you sign whenever you got your $150 rebate. This is on every single Wi-Fi item that you buy. They have the ability to monitor, control, and look at every single thing. So again, it's not just about privacy anymore. It's not even just about the government hacking and spying and monitoring everything you do. It's also the fact that these hackers are now having the ability to gain access to pretty much every facet of your house and mess with you. I remember years ago, there's an individual that I knew that basically had their entire account system, their entire computer got hacked. And basically these hackers tried to ransom it. Said you got to give us a thousand dollars. If you don't give us a thousand dollars, we're going to delete everything on your computer. And it was just big brouhaha. They had to take computer in, had to get it scrubbed, and they had to go through all the stuff on it. And uh, it, was, it was a real nightmare. And this is what happens now when you start allowing things to be constantly monitored by the Internet of Things. And again, this is why I continually tell people use wisdom when you're buying the stuff. Also, to in other news. The young people on the future of society, however, the younger generation now is becoming an epic failure. We're now watching these flash mobs and these groups now that are just pretty much starting to rob everywhere. There's another video footage that came out in Chicago TV as they're reporting a string of armed robberies across the city of Chicago earlier this week. And they had three men wearing gun who kind of wearing ski masks robbed the Chicago TV crew that was reporting on armed robberies. They robbed them at gunpoint while they're reporting on robberies. This is how crazy it's gotten now. And they're finding that a lot of these individuals is that they're very young. Some of these, a lot of these guys are teenagers and it's happening all across the country. And this is one of the things that happens in a society that starts to go lawless and has no boundaries, has no lines, has no convictions. I've told you about this repeatedly. When you start coming into a society and you start saying it doesn't matter if a grown man or a child wants to basically go to the bathroom with the opposite sex, that's totally fine. If an eight-year-old wants to go in and start going on puberty blockers, that's totally fine. If you know a 16-year-old wants to start hacking their genitalia off, that's totally fine. There, there is no right or wrong. There is no reasoning. There is no basis. There is no nothing. It's a free-for-all. That mindset quickly deteriorates the entire generation because even if somebody's not interested in gender manipulation of themselves, they start realizing that there is no definitive base of right or wrong, that it's essentially an open society. If you want to go into a Louis Vuitton store in the mall and you just want to steal twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 in purses or shoes or whatever they have in there, that's fine. There, there's no right or wrong. There's nothing there's, – it's, it's not right. It's not wrong. There's nothing. There's no definitive basis to it. If you want to go into the mall and start robbing camera crews by gunpoint, nothing right or wrong about it. It's just what it is. This is just what you do. And this is being continually, continually pushed by the mainstream media, making everyone – these children 
feel that this is normal. And then on top of that, you have the social media generation. And I've told you guys about this very, very clearly because I've done a lot of psychological research on this. The social media is literally dissolving the fabric of morality with these younger children. They're now starting to show that these kids that get involved in social media under the age of 10, that the level of every single mental health problem that they have skyrockets by the time they're teenagers. Not to mention what's also happening is you have these kids that are looking at all the stuff on social media. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be like really deviant stuff, but they're looking at guys that are posting videos of their cars and they're looking at these influencers that are showing all this cash and they're showing their private jets and they're showing all the stuff they're doing. Well, an eight or nine, 10 year old has no understanding of basis of that type of level of wealth, whether it's legitimate, whether it's for showing social media, whether it's just for clout, doesn't matter. They don't understand it. So they start thinking that is normal. They start thinking, well, I'm entitled to that. That's, that, that should be mine. You're rich on social media, so it should be my money as well because a 8, 9, 10-year-old child doesn't have the maturity level to understand what it took if somebody was actually on social media building that brand for 10 years and grinding and working 50, 60, 70 hours up till 2 a.m. on calls, pushing products out there. They don't understand that. They just see the end result, and so these children automatically have this entitlement attitude. Well, you had it. You have it. I want it. It's mine. And this is what they're constantly pushing on. This is why the media constantly encourages this. This is why they're constantly breaking down fabrics of society. And while they're intentionally making sure nothing can be brought up about Christ or the Bible or biblical principles, because they know that is the basis of everything that's right and wrong. And once you remove that and then you instill all these other topics that I just brought up, well, you got a recipe for disaster for younger generation. And that's what we're watching right now. So again, my friends, I encourage you, the kids are the future of society. Keep raising little Americans. Keep encouraging them. Keep raising them right. Teach them right and wrong. Teach them convictions. Teach them hard work. And teach them that just because somebody else has something doesn't mean you're suddenly entitled to it because you saw it somewhere on social media. That's a really, really big topic that needs to be addressed with a lot of these young kids. And quite frankly, these kids don't need to have access to social media at a young age. Period. That's the easiest way to stop this. So again, I encourage you. Keep the truth out there and keep raising your children right. What do you think, Dad, and how are you doing this morning? Doing absolutely great this morning, Austin. Uh, had a pretty good night's sleep last night. I had to take some extra melatonin, and uh, it was, so that kind of knocks you out. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so you know, so yeah, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have these true confessions first thing in the morning. I maybe well, he's not quite awake yet. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Though. I mean, the uh, the gender mutilation thing. I mean, I gotta stop for a second. You were saying that you were talking about that. And cutting off genitalia and mutilating yourself. You know, the Muslims used to do that to their women. And uh, they used to do gender mutilation to them. And um, a lot of them still practice that in, you know, in the Middle Eastern countries. And, and the crazy part about this is, is that, you know, that was done to these women. You know, it wasn't voluntarily they were forced to do it. And sometimes they were basically held down and having it done to them. But these guys that are going out and having their genitalia removed and, and with gaping holes that never heal um, – they're mentally ill. I'm just going to be blunt. It's just, it's just, there's no way that anybody's going to want to come into their own body and start cutting body parts off unless they're unbelievably brainwashed to believe that this would make them better and healthier and happier. And, you know, with a void there, that's not being filled by the Holy spirit. And, and so it's a strange situation to be in, to watch this happen, you know, in, a, in, in the large amounts of people that it's happening to right now here in the United States and globally. 
and it's just it, it's mind-boggling to me that people would actually do that and, and opt for a gaping hole and heals that these wounds that never heal and constant meds and infections and just it just it, but they don't they don't do that they, they, you know you know here's the thing I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna step in, in an arena I don't normally step into years ago Dr Mendelson came out and he was talking about he's he's passed away now he was talking about how radical mastectomies have no better chance of survival or very minimal extra chance of survival than just lumpectomies do. And he says that they basically uh, take these women and they just basically just, just, just absolutely mutilate them with these double radical mastectomies. That of you ladies that have had that done, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm don't really like covering this kind of topic right now, but I'm, I'm going to just bring it up for a second. And it's just one of those things that they don't tell the women the truth about the lumpectomies. Now, I'm gonna stop. I'll go one. I'll go one notch further. I don't like biopsies. I never have because they have a tendency to spread cancer. Uh, cancer gets encapsulated by the body, especially in breast tissue. It's kind of like a, in an aerosol can, like a paint can. And, and what happens is, if you puncture that with a biopsy, you know, you, you explode the contents of this can, so to speak, using the metaphor, into the breast, and it has a tendency to spread throughout the body. To what I recommend that people do, if they have a problem with a lump in their breast, they have a lumpectomy done. They don't have a, they don't get it biopsy. They get a lumpectomy done. They just have the lump removed. You know, just that area, just take that little tiny lump out and be done with it and get it biopsy. But take the entire lump out. Don't puncture the can. Don't put a needle inside of the, you know, aerosol paint can. Don't do that. It makes a mess. I've done that before. I've had them break with me or you hit them with something or whatever and they, and they explode and then paint goes everywhere. It's a big mess. And I heard a cancer oncologist one time talking about that on a talk show years and years ago and how it's just best just to do the, the lumpectomy to start with. Now, most doctors don't do that because they get paid, you know, pretty much the same amount of money for biopsies. They do a lumpectomy and, the, you know, the biopsy is much faster. And that, now a lot of them know this, but they don't really care because it's standard medical procedure. And so it's just what everybody else does. So they go along with it. It's kind of like the vaccines. And, you know, and these folks come in now and they, and they, and they tell these women well, we're going to do a double mastectomy. It's routine surgery. It's no big deal. It's not going to be a, it's not going to mess you up. Uh, you know, we'll do reconstructive surgery. You know, you'll be be able. You won't really be able to tell that you've had this done. You know, it'll be. You know, it just and just stuff like this. It's just it's just and it's not true. They scar you up, unbelievably. Uh, they 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 basically make a mess, and then they try to clean it up. And in some cases, depending on the skill of the surgeon. As far as in the reconstruction process, they can clean it up pretty well. Sometimes they can't clean it up at all, and it's a big mess, and the person has constant problems with the lymph nodes being gone, all kinds of other things for the rest of their life. And plus, it's just um, it's unreal the amount of pain they've got to go through. So you got to ask yourself all of these different questions. You know, If you've got a doctor that wants to do a surgery a certain way, you maybe need to get a, another opinion on that. In fact, I don't tell the doctors what the other doctor said. I just go in and just get a fresh opinion rather than letting them be skewed by the opinions of somebody else. I remember years ago, uh, Sharon had a ovarian cyst. I'll, 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 I'll talk about this personally because this is what happened with us. And I remember the um, the guy who's doing the, the radiologist who's looked at the x-rays, he said, well, it's probably 99% sure it's a water cyst, but you need to go see an oncologist. I'm expecting to tell you that. Well, the cancer oncologist basically says, well, this is you know, probably a water cyst, but we can't be sure, so we've got to go in and remove this cyst. It's about the size of a grapefruit. And I said to him, I said, wow, okay. Uh, that's bad. So I looked at Sharon. I said, what do you want to do? I said, 99% cyst. They say it's a water cyst. 
And, uh, you know, 1% chance that it's a real cancer tumor. She goes, well, I won't have it removed. I said, okay, well, your call is your decision. So we go to the, we go to the oncologist. This guy's uh, probably 60 years old. And you can tell he's been doing it a long time and had kind of a lousy attitude. And he says, well, we're going to open her from the pubic bone all the way up to the, to the sternum. I said, I looked at him. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, you're going you're to cut her from the pubic bone all the way to the sternum. You're going to leave her a 10 inch scar. He goes, oh, yes, easiest. That's the easiest way to get this out. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you telling me that you don't have the skill set to do a bikini cut? Well, yeah, I could do that, but it'll take longer. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, I don't care if it takes longer. You know, if you got a golf game, you got to do it too. Reschedule your golf game. I said, I don't care. I said, we're not going to rip my wife, you know, who's basically a supermodel, you know, who's a size two who looks absolutely amazing from the pubic bone all the way to the sternum. We're not going to tear open like that. I mean, what's, what's wrong with you? Well, it's going to be more complicated. It's going to be more difficult. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. If you don't have the skill set, we'll get somebody else to do it. Well, no, I can do it. So he did it. And uh, he gave her the bikini cut, about a, a little four-inch cut down there. And uh, then he gave her this unbelievably Frankenstein scar. Uh, it was awful. We had to get it resected and redone again. It was, it was awful. Yeah, I'm sure that was done on purpose. Or he didn't, or he didn't close her up. He probably has one of, the, one of the aides close her up. But the point is this. you got to learn. And, of course, by the way, it was a water cyst. It was not cancerous. Just thought I'd mention that. But, but, you know, so, but she did it out of precaution. So I'm not saying that sometimes you can't do things out of precaution. What I'm saying is try to find the least invasive way of doing things and try to get multiple opinions. If a lumpectomy, according to Dr. Mendelson, is as good as a radical mastectomy as far as statistically, but they get paid, you know, 20 times more money. Oh, gosh, more than that. Sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars for radical mastectomy. And then it ends up costing that much. They're, remember, these guys are looking for paychecks, too. And you think, well, they wouldn't do that. Yeah, they do. A lot of doctors will actually misdiagnose cancer in order to do the surgery and start people on chemotherapy because it's huge profitability to them. You say, well, they wouldn't do that. Okay, whatever. Why don't you look it up? It's true. Some of these guys are that unscrupulous to do that. So be really, really careful when you get involved with people like this. You start doing medical treatments like this. It's very important, by the way, that you think through this stuff. Uh, by the way, uh, there's an interesting article today. that says uh, Biden will use COVID to rig the election against Trump. The former U.S. president has urged his supporters not to comply with lockdowns or mask and vaccine mandates. Now, this is strange to me. Former Donald Trump has claimed that the president will take Biden's advantage of the reemergence of COVID-19. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of a sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming, Trump said in a video message. Well, wait a minute. When it was Operation Lockdown, when it was Operation you know, Warp Speed and all the things that Donald Trump did, uh, why is that okay to push the vaccine and now he doesn't want to do that anymore that seems very strange to me and so maybe he's finally waking up maybe his advisors are actually starting to make him think about what he's saying and maybe someday he'll actually repent for what he did as far as locking the country down and pushing those untested vaccines on people just thought i'd mention that real quick donald trump to just in case you wanted to actually do something that was going to be beneficial to the american population Paul Craig Roberts wrote an interesting article. He says the disappearance of integrity from the Western world. It says comments on the accelerating collapse of the United States. He says by 2030 or thereabouts, the United States will have the most tyrannical government and society that's ever existed on Earth. No one who represents the people and their morality is tolerated by the satanic evil that has America by the throat. If you think this is hyperbole, why not ask yourself, 
why not allow the American people in place of a tiny biased Democratic Party to determine Trump's innocence or guilt in a fair election? Because of the organized suppression of facts and because of the campaigns against truth tellers, it's increasingly difficult and risky to provide truthful accounts. Only writers who support the official narratives are tolerated. You know, this is actually interesting to me because he's right about this and what's happening. You know, we have a judge over in Europe. I'll read it to you. Independent scientists, experts, and journalists who are seen as lesser threats than Assange find themselves canceled, deplatformed, marginalized, fired, and their medical licenses stolen for refusing to follow the deadly COVID protocols. Just the other day, Germany convicted one of its own country's judges for listening to the expert evidence and ruling against the government mass mandate. In other words, evidence that contradicts the narrative has been criminalized now by the German judicial system. And I'm, such, I'm so ashamed of Germany with stuff they do over there now. We, just say, we see the same thing in the false indictments of President Trump and other people who've been indicted by the Democratic Party. And it, then he goes on to talk about the different, you know, taking the blue pill and the red pill and all the rest of the stuff. He goes, just as the message made clear to Germany's judges that judges who dispense actual justice will be imprisoned, the message has been made clear to scientists and experts and medical doctors and independent journalists. If they tell the truth, their careers and lives will be ruined. He goes on to say, my level of threat is being dealt with by exclusion and by libel, slander and attacks. Over the weekend, I was cleaning out my garage. I came upon the boxes of tapes of my television appearances on Good Morning America, the Today Show, the Brinkley Show, C-SPAN and the rest. Today, I'm not allowed allowed on TV whatsoever. Now, I'm going to say this. And I'm going to step away from the article for a second. That exact same thing has happened to me. I have done thousands, and that is not hyperbole, thousands of broadcasts as a guest back in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s, sometimes up to 40 broadcasts a week. And I'm talking on major stations like KDKA, you know, WGL. You know, we're talking to top stations in, you know, in, in New York, all the major cities. I was on the top one or two radio broadcast TV shows all over the country over and over and over and over again. We said we have an RV and we used to drive it around the country in a big loops and hit all the major cities and all the major networks. And I would go live in studio. Also remembers this. I mean, I'd be there. I'd be getting up at five o'clock in the morning, be in the studio by six, knocking on the door, trying to get in, hoping I wasn't going to get mugged in the parking lot on and on and on. All of this stuff has happened to me, and I did these things for decades. And all of a sudden, when Bill Clinton deregulated radio, snap, pop, clear channel, a bunch of big ones came in, and they decided they were going to downregulate, dereregulate, and basically keep people off the air who talked about alternative health. It wasn't just me either. They, they took the people that were going to do mainstream, and they, and they basically left them on. But anybody who was giving alternative health care – alternative solutions to problems were no longer allowed on major radio and TV stations. I told you the same thing happened to me on CTN, the Christian television network out of Clearwater. When I did that show with Herman and I talked about the ancient Canaanite religions and suddenly it was pulled off of YouTube. Herman put it back up again and they told Herman that they would take down all of the videos from the entire network if they put me back on again because of the, because of what I was saying about who ran the planet. All of this stuff is very, very real. And so when Paul Craig Roberts says this has happened to him, I know he's telling the truth because it happened to me too. I used to do a show with John Jay and Rich out of uh, – I think they're out of Phoenix now. They used to be in, I think, in Albuquerque or I can't remember. It was been so many years ago. And I remember 10 or 15 years ago, I was on with them like all morning. had a great show with them. Uh, did, we, were, you know, we were marketing the Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy program then. And I remember had good response. 
the audience loved it. Boy, I was, he was told and everybody else was told that didn't happen again. And that was the last appearance that I'd been on with John Jan Rich. And I love the guy. He's a great guy. But I was on with him in Cincinnati. I was on with him in, in Houston. I was on with him in Tucson. And I was on with him in Phoenix. And boy, that was, like, that was the last of it because I was talking about alternative stuff. I'll give you another example. Years ago, I was asked to be on the uh, Hour of Power with, with, uh, with Schuler, uh, which I don't care for, the old guy. Who's, he's, he's passed away now. I'll tell you stories about him, but I won't. And his, so his son interviewed me, and I flew out to do the Crystal Cathedral and the Hour of Power. They're all off the air now. And I remember I went out there for my own expense, did a show with him during the Sunday morning service, uh, you know, for 10 or 15 minutes. It was to be aired internationally. And the people inside of the church, the liberals in there, censored me. And they stopped the broadcast. I kid you not. They, it, wouldn't, it was not allowed to go out live. You know, not what would, would have been live. And that was one of the largest Christian broadcasts at the time back in the 90s when this happened. I still have the, the brochure for it that I was on, but it was never aired. This censorship is real. You know, eight, nine years ago, seven, eight years ago now, right after we started the show, we were putting all of our broadcasts on YouTube. Boom, snap, gone, finished. You know, they, just, they took us off. I was like one of the first person to get censored. Well, why is that? Austin and I, we don't do what everybody else does. If the Democrats do something right, we say, okay, they're right. Like Kennedy's been doing a lot of right stuff. Now he's a Democrat. If the Republicans do something right, we say they're right. But if either party says something that's stupid, we say this is stupid. And so we call it out from both sides. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to remain bigoted and biased on your own party. You're supposed to cause people to be galvanized to the right or to the left so we can cause maximum separation and division. Heaven forbid somebody actually speak and say something that's the truth and criticize both parties. That's what we do on the show. We criticize the United States. We criticize Germany. We criticize Israel. We criticize France. We criticize Russia. We criticize everybody. But then we also praise everybody for when they do things right. So the problem is you're not supposed to do that because that creates somebody who, knows, who learns how to think and see, it's, it's the ability, you know, to, to look at both sides of the narrative. You know, George C. Scott said that. It's the ability to look at both sides of the narrative from the pros and the cons and analyze it is the true sign of intelligence. And that's what we're trying to teach everybody who's listening out here. You don't need the red pill or the blue pill. How about you don't take any pill and you just think through what's going on and you realize that some of it's true, some of it's lie, and a whole bunch of it's propaganda. And if you look at it like that, it makes more sense. He was on, it was Paul Craig Roberts, we're back to this article now, goes – Search the Western world for integrity. You cannot find it in any governing party. You cannot find it in any standard institution, whether it's educational, corporate, legal, medical, you know, or media. How does the FBI have integrity when the organization frames the president of the United States and its supporters? How does the CIA have integrity when the organization overthrows foreign governments that do not turn their countries over to Washington and the New York banks? Ah, there you go, Paul Craig Roberts. You said it that time, didn't you? And the New York banks. The international banking cartels, how do Fauci and NIH and CDC and FDA who have, have and who have integrity when they use inaccurate PCR tests to overstate the COVID threat in order to make people fearful? On and on and on. Unless you go ahead and finish reading this on your own. This is a really good article. It's posted at the Health Masters news site, and it's on, from the Burning Platform. It's called The Disappearance of Western uh, of the Integrity from the Western World. And you know, and here's the frustrating part about all of this stuff. When you try to talk to your friends about this, okay, if you just try to talk to them about what's happened to the United States, everybody – and I do the same thing. That's why, I do, that's why every once in a while you know I'll play a show that goes back and gives the basics. I do it on purpose because otherwise it comes off like a fire hose. 
you know, somebody says, well, I don't believe in chemtrails. Well, let me give you their research, okay? You dump them 40 emails. It overwhelms them. They don't know what to do. It's easier to send them, you know, Dane Whittington's, you know, w- w- you know, email or Dane Whittington's website and say, just why don't you take a look at this website a little bit see what you think, instead of just dumping them. And that's the biggest problem that we have is that we want people to come up to speed really, really fast, but we forget how long it took us to come up to speed. I remember Kevin Jordan, a good friend of mine, has a company called Alarm Alert in South Carolina, close to Timminsville. He basically, you know, brought was sending me stuff, you know, back in the '80s and the '90s about the same stuff we talk about now. And they were they were paper, they were like newsletters because you know the internet didn't exist. And, and finally, I told him, I said, Kevin, I'm aware of the fact this is all going on, but I don't have time right now. I'm doing these seminars, I'm doing all this radio, I'm doing all this TV. I don't have time to focus on this. It's what took me a minute. And it wasn't until 9-11 and a couple of years after that that I started snapping tight and realizing, wait a minute, we're being taken over by tyranny. This whole country is coming apart by the seams. And then they pushed that Patriot Act on us, and that's when I got upset when I saw the Patriot Act, which was the same as the Enabling Act from 33 when the Reichstag fire happened, almost identical verbiage. And I thought, how in the world did they write a 1,500-page paper this fast? A couple of days after 9-11, we got a 1,500-page Patriot Act that comes out. What the heck's that all about? And it was already predetermined. It was already pre-written. All of this stuff is real, but you got to let people ease into it, ease into it, ease into it. Just that way they can, you know, just figure out what they want to believe and what they don't want to believe. You know, the other day I was talking to a friend of mine and they were using a vape, you know, it was those nicotine things, right? And I said to him, I said, you know, that's really not good for you. And they said, well, I don't do it very often. I'm like, okay. And they said, well, you know, I don't think, you know, you should be telling me what to do. And I said, I don't tell anybody what to do. I just said it wasn't good for you. And I said, why don't you do some research on it? Well, the chemicals that are in that stuff. And I said, you know, just make a decision on whether you want to stay on that nicotine and all those chemicals the rest of your life. I said, that's your choice. I said, but the reality is, is that, you know, nicotine cuts off blood flow, you know. And I said, you can massively decrease the amount of blood that's going to your skin. It's going to make you age a lot faster. A lot of other things with nicotine. I said, but do what you want to do. Well, I'll, let me think about it. So it was one of those deals. So, and finally, I looked at the person and I said, you know, I'm not asking you to go out and smoke crack. I'm not asking you to go out and do something horrible. I'm asking you to do something healthy for yourself. And that got their attention. They thought, well, I thought about it like that. I said, well, I'm not being mean here. I'm not doing something that's telling you to do something bad. I'm trying to help. And see, that's what we need to all do. We need to try to help and try to help them to realize that there's all kinds of natural things that they can do to stay healthy and all kinds of stuff they can read other than the mainstream media. That'll teach them the right way of doing things. I had Teresa contact me this morning. She said that you know she didn't realize it was a hurricane down south because she didn't even bother to pay attention to the doggone name, the mainstream news anymore. And that's something that's happened to me a lot of times. I don't have TV here anymore. I don't have I don't have cable. And I don't know when the mainstream when the mainstream news is spewing all the stuff out. I'm I'm kind of a, you know I don't really see it because I don't want to listen to it because it's a bunch of lies. I had a friend of mine a few months ago. I went to their house. All they were doing Fox News was on. All day long, turned up super loud. Couldn't even have a conversation in the house. All day long, Fox News is spewing out rhetoric, all lopsided, biased information. I finally asked her, I said, can we turn that down some? I can't even talk. And she says, oh, we always listen to Fox News. And I'm like, well, why don't you listen to it You know, when I'm not here? Why don't you listen to it a little bit lower? Why don't you just put it on mute and not to do all these commercials? That's how they brainwash the people. Over and over and over again, they say the same things to galvanize them to the right or to the left to cause maximum division. But we're not supposed to be like that. We're called to a higher purpose because we serve the most high God because we're in a blood covenant with him through Christ Jesus. And we need to realize that all the days of our life, we need to be thinking about what we're doing and what we're saying and how we're acting the best we possibly can. Now, we're all going to make mistakes. 
we're all going to do stupid stuff. We need, to be, we need to be quick to repent and ask for forgiveness. But the reality is, is that it separates us because we have forgiveness because of Jesus in everything that we do if we repent, if we confess our sins unto God. That's why it's so important that we try to do the best we can in everything that we do. And remember, you put on the full armor of God and you dig in and you stand your ground. It tells you to do that in the Bible. It says to stand. Don't back up. Stand. What do you think, Austin? Oh, you're spot on with that. This is this is what we've been watching now repeatedly, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's this is really a uh, it's it's an interesting place that you know we found ourselves in the United States. And back to the stuff that you were just saying, I said at the beginning of the show, a lot of this constantly comes down to the ability for people to actually have strong convictions about what they truly believe and what they truly want to stand for. And that's why I've been very very impressed over the last week of the blowback on social media and on alternative media about the COVID mandates and masks and everything else. I mean, everywhere I go now, people are just absolutely eviscerating these articles and these topics about mask mandates and COVID mandates. I mean, it's, it's been impressive. I'm not going to lie. I've seen a ton of stuff on it. And, you know, this is why I told you guys about that video. And I've had multiple people send me the video, by the way, the social experiment. I put it on the website as well. You can look at it, the social conformity from brain games. I'll put the link onto it on YouTube. It's when I was talking to you about about the doctor's office where they brought in somebody. And there was all uh, basically actors in the room originally, and a buzzer would go off, and everybody would stand up. And then they brought in an actual patient that thought they were there for a free eye exam, and she eventually started standing up with them every time the buzzer would go off. Nobody ever knew why they were standing up, and eventually they removed all of the actors and continue to inject people that were there that they thought they were getting a free eye exam. And eventually, by the end of the experiment, every single person that was there organically would stand up when the buzzer went off, and nobody knew why they were doing it. And it all started because the one girl that first came in there would stand up with the other individuals that were actors, and she went along with it. And eventually, everybody that came in there went along with it. Every single person was 100% of people in the social experiment. And again, this is what happens with conformity and social conformity. This is why it's so important to have a stance and have a conviction and have a hard line on something. This is why I say this all the time. I don't say this because I want to reiterate it every single day and repeat myself. It's that you have to take a step back before something happens, and you have to say, where am I willing to go for this? How far am I willing to push this? How big is this hill to me? Is this that big of a deal? Is it, you know, a giant event for me or is it something, eh, not a big deal. I can get through it. I don't have to win this. This is something I'll save, you know, save my ammo for another day. Or is it something you really, really wanted to push? And I told you guys that on the show from the very beginning back during COVID. I said the COVID shot and everything else that went along with it. I said that was my hill. I said I don't care what they say. I said I don't care if they show up, you know, with SWAT raids and they're trying to inject everybody. There will be force applied to that. Nobody has the right to come in. And inject you with something or tell you you have to be injected with something or tell you you're not allowed to participate in society unless we inject you with something. Nobody has a right to do that. That's why it was all consensual. It was all consensual, guys. It was all about social conformity. You're going to be fired if you don't get the shot. Well, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't want to be terminated. Oh, everybody's gotten the shot but you. You. You're the hardliner. You're not getting the shot. You're going to be terminated. Do you want to be terminated? No, I don't want to be terminated. Well, get the shot. I don't want to get the shot. You get the shot or you're terminated. Oh, my gosh. What am I going to do? I'll get the shot. I'll go along with it. And I watched it happen. And there were people that actually stood up, and they got terminated. 
they were pushed back on. And now there's lawsuits out the wazoo now, massive class action lawsuits, many of which have all been won now, all the way between hospitals and attorneys and physicians over that. Because I told everybody from the very beginning, I said, it doesn't matter. Does not matter what they try to tell you. Nobody can force you to get a medical operation against your will and coerce you into doing something against your will, period. There are specific laws we have in this country, especially when it comes to religious exemptions. That's the biggest thing that I had everybody do. Dozens and dozens and dozens of people contacted me. I said, you got to follow religious exemption. How do I do that? I said, I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you. I show dozens of people, man. I've, I've sent people forms. I help people fill them out. I have a strongly held religious belief. Okay, cool. Rebuttal that one. Rebuttal that one. I have a strongly held religious belief. Okay? Can't rebuttal that. There's reasons why we have certain things in place. There's reasons why we have rule of law. And this is what they're trying to do now is they're trying to go around and essentially supersede these things. This is what they're doing now blatantly with the firearms. I just saw last night that essentially they're trying to use an executive order with Biden now. To allow the ATF to come in and rewrite again more NFA law, excuse me, more um, more gun law to come in and state that if you sell a firearm for a profit at any point in time, you have to get an FFL license. Meaning if you bought an AR-15 a year ago for $500 and you want to go sell it to John Smith down the street for $600, now they want to make it a felony for you to sell it to him if you're going to make a profit on it without having an FFL background check. This is completely illegal, by the way. There's, there's no legal precedent to be able to do this. Secondly, ATF doesn't write laws. They enforce laws that Congress enacted. They cannot legally rewrite congressional law, period. This is highly illegal. Yet, how much are people going to comply? Same thing we saw with the braces. This whole nonsense they came out with with the gun braces. Oh, the gun braces now make your gun an SBR. Well, how's that working out in court for him? That's, I mean, like every single thing's got upheld with every attorney, every court, every every lawsuit. Everything is upheld. This is illegal. It's unconstitutional. ATF doesn't have the right to do this. Yet there are a lot of people that freaked out. Oh my gosh, I've got to comply. I've got to run around. I've got to do everything they tell me to do. Like they're a dog. Heal, sit, lay down. How far are people willing to go? How far are you willing to comply? And that's exactly what it shows you in this social conformity video on. And- hundred percent a psychological operation on a regular basis this is why they're constantly pushing this narrative this is why they're constantly bringing this information out there this is why they're constantly putting the fear porn in the theater and keeping people continually confused and also distracted this is why the media and this is why the music videos this is why the movies have become so woke now is because they're changing the culture very slowly and if people don't push back, people don't stand up, if people don't actually get a conviction about what they believe, you're not going to recognize this country in five to ten years. You're not. I mean this, this is what you're seeing now as far as with the side effects from turbo cancer from the shot is unmatched on anything I've seen. I, I, I looked at it the other day, and I was, I was looking at some stuff, and I was like, golly. I'm like <laughs> – it, it was crazy because they I, somebody else called me and said, yeah, I know so-and-so. They got they, – all of a sudden they got cancer again. I said, man, man I always try to give them some updates. I said, well, you know, it really helps to build your immune system. I'm not giving you medical advice, but, you know, good high doses of vitamin C and zinc and D3. And, you know, if you can, do intravenous vitamin C. That helps your immune system. Again, I'm not giving you medical advice. just telling you it's good for your immune system. 
and I've told a lot of people about that, but it's boggled my mind how many people now I'm talking to. I mean, they're young. There's people that are coming down with cancer in their 20s and 30s now, random cancers that nobody even normally gets at this age. Hey, but the shot was safe and effective, right? I mean, as they smile with their little Colgate tooth and, you know, shines in the commercial while they push their fluoride, they push their GMOs. Oh, it's safe and effective. Don't worry about that. Well, yeah, it's very safe for their agenda, very effective for what they wanted it to do. Yeah, that is right. <laughs> they did exactly what they wanted. It's the silent genocide. And, you know, what's going to happen in a couple of weeks when they roll this new shot out? It's very concerning to me. That's why I've really encouraged people to really do some research on a lot of this stuff and make sure that you're looking out for you and your family and anybody else around you that actually has ears to hear. And, you know, it's funny because, like, Dad was talking about with, you know, the thing with Trump, and he's talking about the COVID and the rigged election. We already know what they're going to try to do now. They, they already showed us what they did in 2020. They already proved to us they could do it very successfully. You do the mail-in ballots. You keep them from going to the polls. You keep them from going to the ballot boxes. You do everything digital. You do everything mail-in, and you can completely manipulate an entire election. Remember what they, what, what they said was Stalin? It doesn't matter who votes. It only matters who counts the ballots. What it, what it is, it's all that matters. If you can control that, you can control everything. And this is exactly what we're watching now. And this is why I can, I've told you before what I think they're personally going to do. I think they're either going to try to push this COVID narrative as hard as they can. If it doesn't stick and they can't get people to comply, which is what I'm expecting because people are getting so aggressive and they're getting so you know, belligerent about not going along with this, I think they're going to try to start another hot war. You know, again, I don't think it's going to be nuclear. I think it's going to be another protracted war that's going to go on for years and years because Lockheed and Raytheon and all these defense contractors, they've got big budgets. They've got all kinds of stuff in the pipeline. They've got all types of new equipment. Six Sauer's got the new contract for the new weapon platform as they're phasing out the M4 and the 5.56 caliber. There's a lot of stuff that they're going to start trying to push. And every time, every time without fail, you see a regime start to lose power, what do they do? They go to war. COVID was the best option because it's easier, more simplistic, but I don't think people are going to go along with it this time. I think a lot of people that are listening to the show, that are listening to other platforms are realizing that we've all been played and that nobody's going to go along with nonsense because it's not okay. It's not okay to be told you have to do something in order to function in society. Ironically enough, you notice now that they're not requiring any migrants that are coming in illegally to show COVID passports, nor to get the COVID shot. Nobody that's coming in illegally even has the topic of COVID being brought up to them. You guys notice that? I've researched like three or four different articles, and there's been multiple people that have brought this up, including Border Patrol and DHS agents that have been whistleblowers. There's no, no, no questionnaire about COVID, no questionnaire about health, no questionnaire about COVID vaccines or any aspect of it with all these individuals getting bussed around the entire country and sent up to New York and sent to Florida and sent to all these other states. None, zero. But yet they're telling you, you need to get a COVID booster in the fall and you need to wear a mask and you need to basically make sure your kids are wearing masks. The irony is pretty thick with that one, guys. And I remember this exact same topic got brought up during COVID when we saw a lot of this going on as well, especially when they started going in and telling people that you weren't allowed to be in the building. You weren't allowed to go eat food freely unless you showed your passport, your COVID medical passport. First off, that is a direct violation of HIPAA. 
Nobody can ask you to see your medical history in order to provide your service. Period. That is illegal. <laughs> what is the next thing they come in? Oh, by the way, I need your entire medical history, including all your surgeries and everything you've ever had done to your body. Uh, yeah, I need all that before I can serve you food. Really? If somebody asked that question, do you think some people have been okay with it? No. People are like, that's, that's crazy. I'm not giving you that information. You don't, <laughs> you don't have a right to see that information. Oh, but hey – I need to see your COVID vaccine passport. I need to know what medical shots you've had done. This is the irony, and this is why, again, if stuff doesn't make sense, don't comply. Don't go along with it. Don't continue to look at it and say, it's okay. It's normal. It's fine. I'm just going to go along with this because, well, I'm going to go along to get along. Just I want to encourage everybody that right now and continue to get the truth out there and keep your immune system strong and healthy every single day. Exercise, fresh air, clean water good supplements, good food, and continue to get the truth going. What do you think, Dan? What's your next story? Well, you know, Austin, you know, we talk about this stuff, and we try our best to, you know, make some health stuff in with the show, and that's why I talked to you about the biopsies this morning, and, and we, we try to tell you, you know, the vitamin C, you know, ivermectin, if you get a prescription for that, I mean, it's now been said it's okay to use for COVID, you know, hydroxychloroquine, you can also get some of that, but also the zinc, you know, and the vitamin D3, K2, you know, you know, large amounts of our antioxidant vitamin C. All of these things really, really, really help to keep your immune system frosty. You can even get the astragalus. You start getting a sore throat. There's all kinds of natural things you can do that the government doesn't want you to know when you start having symptoms of the flu or the cold or whatever you're trying to deal with. But the reality is, is that the majority of the population, they're just used to, you know, sucking down the NyQuil and, you know, and, and taking the, you know, the over-the-counter drugs or the prescription drugs, or the antibiotics. And what it's done is got us into a situation in which the entire country has become dependent on the medical professionals and the charlatans to push the drugs, and also dependent upon all of the junk that they believe you know, to get the truth to them. In other words, there are people right now that are lining up every single day. I talked to Jeff Frentz about this the other day. He talked to one like you know, drugstore where he lives, and they said they have between forty around forty people every single day right now getting the new booster shots every day. That's one store. Okay, and there's you know there's hundreds of stores you know in you know that surrounding area, and so one store has forty people coming in, forty people coming in, forty people coming in, because the vast majority of the population simply doesn't know how to think, nor do they wish to think. They they really really don't want to think. I mean, look at this cost of Ozempic now. You know, we have huge amounts of people now taking this diabetes drug to control insulin levels. You know, it says to pay, to pay for weight loss drugs, some are taking second jobs and ringing up credit card debts. Some people are paying more than 10000 a year out of pocket for Ozempic and Manjaro. Now, you know, it's 1000 bucks a month, right? Almost, if, if you sometimes maybe higher than that, if you have doctor's fees associated with it. And let me tell you about this drug since a lot of people want to use it. It has all kinds of bad side effects, but we're not even going to list them. You can look it up. Let's say bad side effects, toxic side effects of these two drugs and list them. All it's doing is reducing insulin levels so the body doesn't store as much fat. That's all it's doing. There's two hormones at play here that you've got to look at. You got to, you're looking at glucagon and you're looking at insulin. And, and what we have to understand is these hormones regulate body fat and they regulate how much blood sugar is out there and they regulate how much body fat is being burned. If you get up in the morning and you have two or three or four eggs for breakfast, depending on how big you are and how many calories you want, and you cook it in some organic butter or even olive oil if you wanted to, and you eat these eggs first thing in the morning, what that does, that stabilizes your blood sugar all day, and you don't have a large insulin release, kind of like taking these drugs. 
And what it does, it allows your body to release glucagon, and that glucagon helps to burn body fat. So if you want to really lose weight without spending $1,000 a month on a weight loss drug, it's very, very simple. Eat chicken and vegetables and eggs, period. Low glycemic, moderate carbohydrates, good protein. In other words, I'll get up in the morning and I'll have my three to four eggs for most of the time, and I have them in olive oil. Remember, there's like zero carbohydrates in this. My blood sugar is very stable for the show. I feel good pretty much all morning. It keeps my body weight really, really down. I'm not releasing insulin because when you get extra calories in your body, extra sugar calories in your body from eating a lot of carbohydrates like bread or pasta or rice, potatoes, that kind of stuff, you know, the body looks at potatoes, you know, it absorbs them more quickly, white potatoes, than it does table sugar. So if you have a tablespoon of sugar and, or, and then you have a tablespoon of white potatoes the next day and you have a glucose test done an hour later, your blood sugar will elevate more from the potatoes than it will from the, from the sugar. So that sugar runs into your system. Your body now says, I don't know what to do. I got way too much sugar. I'm trying to monitor glucose metabolism. I can't overload the sugar because I don't be diabetic. So I dump a bunch of insulin into the body. That insulin is a storage hormone, and it stores that extra sugar as fat. And it can't be converted back to carbohydrates. It just doesn't work that way. It has to be burned as fuel. That's what the glucagon is all about. So these people that are taking these drugs, what they're doing is they're reducing the amount of insulin or also known as syndrome X into their bodies, which allows them at that point to stop storing as much body fat. But it has all kinds of deleterious side effects on the pancreas. It's not necessary. Get up and eat your eggs in the morning and don't have toast with the eggs. I've got a good friend of mine. He's so funny. He wants to lose weight. Well, I had toast with my eggs. I'm like, no, don't have toast. Well, I had, you know, I had this with my eggs and I had pasta with my eggs. I said, no, he's Italian. I love the guy. Good friend. And every time I talk to him, he's he's changing it. It's very simple. Boring. Got it. In this case, boring. I got that. You don't have to be entertained by your food, by the way. Just eat your eggs with with butter. And, And the other day, my same friend, he ended up basically having all kinds of problems with his gut and all kinds of mood swings. And finally, the doctor told him, you have to stop eating bread, you know, because of glyphosate, because of gluten. It'll help a lot. And he goes, okay. And I've told him this 10 years ago, by the way. And so this doctor tells him this, and he, so he stops doing it. About a week later, he calls me up. He goes, man, I feel great. I'm not eating bread anymore. My blood sugar is stabilized. My, my mood swings are stabilized. And I'm like, you know, I told you that years ago, dude. Oh, I know you did. I should have listened to you. I'm telling you guys right now. So then for lunch, take your, take your, take your ideal calories. You know, like if you have to, if you want to weigh 180 pounds, if you're, you know, that's your ideal body weight, divide that by six, that's 300, eat 300 calories six times a day throughout the day, spread it evenly throughout the day, low glycemic carbohydrates, use some vegetables, you just try to stay away from corn and high glycemic carbohydrates and just have the chicken with it, 300 calories, make it sure it's rotisserie or baked and just, and make sure you get the skin off of it. And that way you just, you stabilize that blood sugar throughout the day. And you don't need to go on a $1,000 a month weight loss drug that has all kinds of horrible side effects because it's used to treat insulin and diabetes. Be very, very careful on what you do. Drink at least half your body weight in fluid ounces every single day. So if you weigh 180 pounds, drink 90 ounces of water, purified, distilled. That's how you lose weight without having to take these drugs. Just a heads up for everybody this morning. Awesome. What do you think, buddy? And what's your next story? 
Oh, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, there's the, the these off book, off box drugs that they're doing as far as off box labels uh, usage that they're doing now with these drugs is very concerning. I mean, I've, we've talked about it in detail now. It was so funny. I've said this repeatedly. What's so crazy is again the irony is so thick. You got to take a steak knife to cut it with. Is that hey. Uh, diabetes drug, you know, blood sugar drug. Oh, we're, we're going to prescribe that for weight loss. We're going to prescribe it so you can lose weight because you don't want to stop eating crap food every day. So we're just going to give you a diabetes drug. Oh, but ivermectin, can, can I use that to help out with COVID? Because, you know, it's been used since the 80s as, you know, pretty much really good anti-parasitic drug and virtually no side effects. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, we're not, we're not, we're not allowing you to use that for that. We, we're not going to use ivermectin for COVID. Absolutely not. No, no, we're, we're declining your prescription because that's not okay. You can't use it for that. Oh, well, I'm, I'm extremely obese and I can't stop shoveling food in my face. You got any drugs you can give me? Oh, yeah, we got a diabetes drug, bro. Here, take it right now. It's going to blow your liver out. It's going to blow your pancreas out in a couple of years. But, hey, it's going to help you lose some weight because you're so fat you won't stop eating food. Oh, okay, cool story, man. Works, works like a plan. Guys, this has just gotten bizarre with the pharmaceutical industrial complex, and that's why I've told you before, use wisdom and use caution before you get involved in the medical complex. Be very cautious with drugs that are prescribed to you. I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm not telling you to not take stuff or not listen to your doctor. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is use wisdom, do research, look up the side effects. I mean, there's some crazy stuff that I have watched before. I mean, I knew a lady one time that was pregnant that was having issues as far as with, you know, uh, having morning sickness. And she went to a doctor and the doctor was trying to prescribe her antidepressant drugs, tricyclic antidepressants to help out with her nausea. And she said, oh, it's totally fine. It's, it's just off-label usage. You know, it, it's, it's totally safe for the baby. Oh, it's totally safe for the baby. No research has been done at any point in time to show tricyclic antidepressant is okay for a baby in utero, but you're telling me it's totally okay to help out with nausea because, well, obviously, you know what's right with these off-label usages. That's, again, like I said, the irony knows no bounds with some of these doctors, but yet you tell them you need ivermectin script to stack with your high dose of zinc, D3, and vitamin C, and they scoff at you and say, we're not going to do that. Remember what they did with the frontline doctors that were coming out and bringing up all the stuff that was going on and talking about all the different options? They literally were revoking their licenses, completely banning them on social media, removing all their content. YouTube would not allow anything up whatsoever. They had you into the hospital, and they put you on remdesivir, one of the most toxic antiviral drugs known to man. It was so bad in the clinical trials in 2016, they had to pull the patients, the clinical patients, off the drug. They all started going into organ failure within three to five days of remdesivir. But yet, that was the standard care. Use wisdom when you start going to the medical field, my friends. Use research. Go in and be informed. Remember I told you guys a month ago or so, I gave you guys some of the questions. If you ever take a child into the pediatrician, which is up to you, whatever, wherever you go. And I said, when they start pushing the shots, I said, here's a list of questions. I told you guys that before. I'll post them back on the website again. It's just a couple of a couple of basic ones. Is death a listed side effect on any of the vaccines that you're offering my child right now? Is death a listed side effect? The answer is yes, by the way. Every single one of them, it has listed side effect as possible death or SIDS. They may put it down there or some type of other significant bodily harm to them. And if they don't want to answer the question, 
or they try to skirt around it or they flat out lie to you, well, then you know you're dealing with a shady pediatrician and you need to make sure you're doing some real digging if you want to allow your child to be under the care of them. This is the most precious assets we have in the world, our children. We're raising them to be Christian leaders, to be patriots, to be Americans. This is one of the last generations we have the opportunity to do this on because we have to make sure we hold the line with this. And so, again, do research if you're taking your kids to the pediatrician. Do research when doctors start telling you you've got to take a shot. Your child's got to take a shot. you got to do this and this and this and this and this. Why? So that's the question. Why? And if they get defensive and they get argumentative and they get combative because you're asking why, well, you can pretty much already have your answer right there, though, don't you? <laughs> Most people – this is common psychology, by the way. Most people, if you ask them a question, and it's a legitimate question, and they want to answer it, they don't get combative about it. They go, oh, that's actually a really good question. Yes, uh, death is a side effect on a lot of the listed vaccine side effects on the, on the insert. I'm letting you know that right now. Now, it's very rare in most cases, in my opinion, but it's, you know, it's, it is a listed side effect. So, I mean, you need to be aware of that. You need to be informed before, you know, your baby gets these shots. Whoa, okay, that's an answer. But anybody that gets combative and argumentative when you ask them a legitimate question, be very, very cautious about how much you listen to them on anything. We saw this with Fauci. We saw this with all these goons, these little bobbleheads that got on national television and told us how we had to live our life and how we had to do everything to a T because they knew better than we did. My friends, use conviction. Have conviction. Stand your ground on what you believe, my friends. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Hope you guys encourage one another. Stay strong. Stay healthy. Keep fighting. Keep training. Encourage that. If you need anything, healthmasters.com, 5-HTP as product of the week on sale right now. Be sure to check it out on a lot of other kits on the website. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again on this show. Monday as always, my friends. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.